Welcome to the Nature Photo Guys podcast, where we talk about nature photography from gear to our philosophies and everything in between. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back and relax. You're listening to Joe Dujardin and Chris Gibbs, the Nature Photo Guys. So in an earlier show, Joe and I hinted a lot about the fact we were going to try to focus a little bit more on video in 2022. So I'm trying to create my uh, a run and gun scenario because I don't want to forget about the photography side, but I also want to concentrate on video too. So I want to build a more of a hybrid scenario. So as you know, I've moved to the Canon R5. This is my main wildlife and nature um, camera that I'm using. So, you know, 45 megapixels on the photo side, and this camera can actually shoot 8K raw. Um, my idea is that if I can be out in nature and wildlife and shoot the highest quality possible, it's going to withstand years and years and years over time. For example, if I'm shooting, you know, SD right now, or nobody does that really anymore, but HD content, yeah, it's good for now. But if I want to sell this as footage down the road, two, three, four, ten 10 years down the road, why not shoot the highest quality possible that your camera can output? And in this case, 8K RAW. If you want to hear a more in-depth discussion about future-proofing your content going forward, check out the Wild and Exposed podcast. Michael Morrow goes extremely in-depth about that topic exactly and why it's so important. So this is the video setup I'm moving forward with for now. It may change over time, but we're going to start here. So what I've got is the Canon R5, as we mentioned before. I have the EF to RF adapter, which allows me to use my EF 100 to 400 lens. Now, the RF 100 to 500 lens would be ideal because it does have the stabilization that works well with the R5, but nobody can find them right now. And, uh, you know, I already have the 100 to 400 lens and it's a beautiful lens. So why not use it? So I'm still using that at the moment. Um, in order to do a more of a run and gun scenario, I want to be able to walk with the camera, not hold the tripod with everything attached to it. So I want to be able to run with it. So I've got this handle that I've attached to it. This is from a small rig handle and it attaches to this small rig cage that I've got attached to the Canon R5. Now the small rig cages are, are amazing because you can actually attach different things. There's just screws and you can attach different mics or adapters or battery packs or whatever to it. It's really good gear. So um, small rig offers a lot of accessories that help numerous different camera systems, not just the Canon R5. Um, then I've gone with the Rode NTG mic. Now, for stock footage, for example, no, they don't usually want audio. It's usually like 15, 10, you know, less than a minute video clips. But as you know, I don't want to miss the elk bugling. So I'm going with the Rode video mic NTG. And this will capture the audio, what I need for it. But for stock footage, really, it's the video. But I'd be able to still use that footage for other things. Uh, all our Nature Photo Guys podcasts, the content, and, and whatnot, right? So I want to be, still be able to record the audio. So I've also added the Atomos Ninja 5 Plus. Now, they've pretty much designed this screen to work with the Canon R5 because of the 8K content. Um, Canon and Atomos have worked, you know, integral with each other and they've designed a really great screen. So not only is it a screen, you can see it's larger, so you can see that content bigger. And you know, as I'm getting older, the small screen on the back of the cameras, it's a little harder for me to see and make sure it's in focus. So the, the bigger screen helps with that for sure. But it also allows you to record. So it's also a recording device. So I have a 2.5 inch SSD 
um, attached to the back of it. So the content records directly into the hard drive on the back of the Atomos Ninja 5 Plus. So I, when I hit record on the camera and the video, not only will it record in the camera, but it's also going to record here. So it's in, essentially giving you a backup scenario. So if you wanted to, you could record to both cards in here and here. So you really have a triple backup if, if the content is extremely important that you don't want to lose. So the reason I've added the handle is not only for attachments, which is also handy, um, but it also allows me to carry it running gunning through the trees basically, right? So um, I have the ability to grab it, run through the trees this way. Now, some people take the handle and put it the other way and really hold it from this side. That works fine with uh, smaller lenses, but because this is kind of a heavy lens on this side, it actually is more comfortable for me holding it this way. It's more balanced. So Chris, um, is the handle only good for uh, running and gunning scenarios through the trees? Or is it good <laughs> for any situation? No, Joe, it's actually handy handy for many situations. <laughs> okay, good. So it's just not running through the trees. No, not just running okay. through the trees. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify that oh, yeah, for no our problem. audience. Yeah, okay. th thanks for that question, Joe. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so Chris, um, I guess the uh, last accessory you're gonna talk about is the uh, variable NDs for really um, bright shooting conditions where it's kind of hard to uh, balance the uh, the exposure based on your, your shutter. And, and, you know, I know that's more for video people, but the NDs are very important, right? Absolutely. And the scenario with this setup here, they're, because I have the EF to RF lens adapter, they do sell an adapter that you have the ability to put variable ND filters in at this point of between the camera and the lens itself. However, for now, I'm working with the Polar Pro uh, variable ND filters. The problem is that the lens hood gets in the way. So I can take the lens hood off and I can screw the variable ND filter onto the front of the lens. But the problem is the lens hood doesn't fit. It doesn't actually fit around here. Um, so actually Joe gave me a, a suggestion. They have the rubber um, stretchable lens uh, hoods that you can actually purchase. That would be a scenario that I can use. I actually have one, so I could actually work on that and use that for now. But I definitely am considering potentially getting the uh, adapter ND filter scenario. The problem is, is that when you don't need the ND filter, you take it out, but that adapter, you have to buy a blank basically, and you have to put the blank in. It's separate, it does not come with it. So the jury's still out on this situation so far. There's not very many times when we're shooting wildlife that we, in the early low light conditions, that we really need a variable ND filter anyway. So we'll see how this works. Maybe I'll be fine, but the jury's still out. Hey Chris, I just noticed one thing with the, the cage. Mm. Will that cage get in the way of you dropping in NDs? Um, from the top, if you look at the top, you well, see where it comes out uh, right over top there. Now, is that something where you're just gonna have to um, know ahead of time or? It, well, that's a good question, Joe, because I- uh, Like how do the Indies I, go in from the side or through the top? It's from the side, I believe. Okay, but, so it might not be a situation. And not it be. may be thicker adapter. I don't exactly know. I haven't seen it in person yet. Okay, just um, something but, to consider But though. that is a good question. We'll have to investigate that a little further before I purchase it. Um, and, and that's right, and that's for anybody. You know, take a look at your rig first, yeah. see if it's gonna work. Take a look at the dimensions of these adapters. Exactly. Uh, go on some forums, maybe talk to some other photographers. But I just saw the rig and I just thought I'd ask the question. Yeah, so. and, and definitely the, the cage makes things a little heavier, right? So, you know, the cage is heavier, the handle's heavier. It's, we're adding weight here, uh, but it's more for usability in the situation than I'm using it for. Maybe not everybody wants to use the, the rig, but allows me to attach, you know, you can still attach the Atomos Ninja uh, 5 Plus 
to the uh, the hot shoe, um, you know, top of the camera here, then now you gotta find a place for the mic. Well, maybe you don't need the mic, maybe you put it up here, right? So there's a bunch of different scenarios. So this is pretty much the rig I'm gonna go with into the spring. Um, only time will tell, hopefully it goes well. Might have lots of changes, we'll see. Anyways, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Nature Photo Guys podcast. If you have any questions, contact us at info at thenaturephotoguys.ca or message us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nature Photo Guys podcast. Visit YouTube and subscribe to our channel to watch all our latest videos or follow and listen to our latest podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website at thenaturephotoguys.ca. We'll catch you next time on the Nature Photo Guys podcast.